Welcome to episode number eight of the Better With Brock podcast. In this podcast, I want to tackle how to set a new year resolution and succeed, how to stick to it and how to achieve it. A lot of people in the fitness industry, which I completely don't understand, they throw shade at new year resolutions. They kind of laugh at people just because gyms are busy at January, February, everyone's pumped up to make, you know, to make some progress, to lose the weight that they gained in the holiday season. And they're like, oh, what's the point in setting them because you're just going to fail them. But I'm pro any opportunity to set a goal because it's not about achieving the goal. It's about the process of working towards the goal and what you discover in that process. Obviously, you want to achieve the goal, but you can learn a lot just being on that journey. And the thing about New Year resolutions is you have a lot of perspective to set these goals. Often in the holiday season, we have more time on our hands. We're on holiday. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season, it's New Year's, it's early January, we're not back at work for a while. We have more time on our hands, so we have this perspective, an honest perspective of what our life is really like. We're often more well slept because we can sleep in, we don't have to wake up and go to work. People that have kids obviously have kids, but more often than not, we have more sleep. And also with traveling, sometimes we have time on the plane, time in buses, time on trains, time in cars to kind of just think and reflect about where your life is at. So I'm very pro new year resolutions and setting them. I think some people get scared of them sometimes because there is a lot of pressure and you feel like, Oh, I have to set these big goals and I, you know, I have to put all this pressure on myself to achieve them. But in this podcast, I want to break down a way to set a goal. It's not really for specifically new year resolutions. I just think this is a great time to set goals at the start of the year to really set your intention for the year and align your actions with what you want to achieve. Because I think it's just like a golf hole that you would put the ball into. If you have an idea where it is, you know where to make big moves like on the driver, pushing down the fairway, hitting as far as you can. If that's in the right direction, you can make massive progress. And then when you're doing smaller shots with the irons or out of the bunker and with your putter and chipping and all that kind of stuff, you can get a bit more detailed. But as long as you know where the hole is, you can go in that direction. So if we look at January as tee off of hole one, we know where we're driving towards. So I really like having goals and you can set more than one goal. But as long as you know what your goals are, you can get the strategy to really aim for that hole. And I want to break down the structure that I like to use. And that's very commonly used with goal setting. And that is the SMART um, abbreviation, S-M-A-R-T. But I've made a change to SMART and it still sounds like SMART, but it's S-M-A-A-T. I've replaced the R with an A and I'm going to explain why I did that um, and cover that later on in the podcast. But first of all, this is about goal setting. And I think if you actually spend time to understand how to set a goal correctly, you're going to have a higher chance of actually achieving these goals. So S-M-A-A-T is the abbreviation. The S stands for specific. You want the goal to be specific. An example of this is instead of just saying, I want to lose weight. In 2022, I want to lose weight. You want to set a more specific goal. So in 2022, 
I want to lose 2.5 kg. If that's all you want to lose. It really just depends on what you're kind of going for, what your goals are, but it has to be specific. The more specific you are, the more detailed your approach can be. Because if you just say you want to lose weight, oh, I want to lose weight, then you know, the next day you might lose 100 grams, goal achieved. But if you're like, okay, this year I'm going to lose 10 kg, then at least you know where you're aiming. You know where that hole is for the golf ball to go into. So specific, you have to be specific with what you want to achieve. The more specific you are, the more detailed your approach can be. And I like to say this with my clients when they uh, are working with me one-on-one and they complete the questionnaire so I have all the information I need. I like to say the more detailed you are with your goals, the more I can as a coach help you, the more specific I can be, the more personalized my approach can be for you. I, I may choose a split squat over a squat if you don't have the mobility for a squat. If you have lower back pain, I'm not going to give you a conventional deadlift. I might give you something else. So the more specific you are, the more specific your approach can be for yourself to achieve these goals. The second letter, M, is for measurable. Can you measure your goal? And the thing, if we stick with weight loss, if you want to lose 10 kg, yes, that's very measurable. You step on the scales and you have a point of data to refer to. And as you go throughout 2022, if you're trying to lose 10 kg, you can measure it. So you want to make sure that you can measure your goal. That's very important. There's a quote there, what is measured can be progressed. But if it's not, then it's very hard to to know if you're actually making progress. And when you're making progress, that is a foundation of actually motivating you. So when you get results. So when you look at the the cycle of motivation, it starts with action and then that action will bring a certain result. That result or that progress will then result in motivation. And then that motivation gives you more action. So there's like the cycle that just keeps going. You take action, you get results, and then you get motivated, and that motivation drives you to more action. And then you take action again, and then you get results, you make progress, and then you get motivated. And then with that motivation, you take more action, and you just keep going in a cycle. So that's why it's so important that you measure your goal, because if you don't, you won't get that sense of progress, and then you won't get that motivation, and then you'll stop taking action if you're not continually motivated. So measure, all right? Because if you just say, I want to lose weight, and then you're just looking in the mirror every day, okay, oh, I think, have I lost weight? I think I have, I think. Yeah, I've probably lost a couple kilos. And if you never step on the scale, you never know. You never know. It's just guesswork. But this is why scientists don't do things of guesswork. They do things with data. So we need points of data to measure things. Okay. And that's not just with weight loss. Obviously, with other goals, there's a way to measure it. If you want to um, do a certain amount on the bench press, you can measure how strong you are by the weight you lift. If your goal uh, is, to, is to get a girlfriend or get a boyfriend, you know, maybe you can measure your success by the amount of dates and numbers you get. Uh, I'm not too sure. But there's, when you're setting a goal, you want to make sure that you can measure it. 
The third letter stands for attainable, A, attainable. And I think it's about finding the, the fine line of setting a goal that's too hard and setting a goal that's too easy. If you set a goal that's way too hard, like way too hard, I'm all about pushing yourself and pushing myself to the limit. But if you set a goal that's way too hard, that's actually going to result in less motivation because you won't be making progress towards it because it's just too far away. It's too far away. You can't achieve it. But if you set one that's too easy, you achieve it tomorrow, then it's like, oh, well, I achieved my goal, but it was, it was too easy. Like, what's next? So you need to find that fine line of finding something that's hard and something that's not too easy, but something that's challenging enough to keep you in the game. So for example, if we stick with this 10 kg weight loss idea and we're trying to lose 10 kg, like maybe in your head, you first thought, 8 kg, but then you're like, oh, I could probably do better than that. If I really applied myself, I could probably lose 10. If I went for 15, I don't think I could get that. I don't have 15 kg to lose. I have 10 to lose. That's that kind of fine line um, that, that keeps you in the game. So it's very specific to the goal that you're setting. But if you're trying, like, like you just need something that's going to be just enough. Like it's just out of your reach. Like it's that carrot dangling just in front of you. You can almost grab it, but you can't. It requires a lot from you. If you set a goal that's too easy for you, you'll probably achieve it straight away or you'll just be like, well, well what's the point? This is too easy. I could do this in my sleep. Then that isn't a good goal to set. You need to set one that challenges you, okay? You need to set one that challenges you. I would rather you set a goal that's too hard than too easy. So I'm always on the side of setting a bigger goal than you think you can achieve just because it's going to stretch you. And in that stretch is where you grow in whatever goal that is, whether that's running a business, whether that's buying a house, whether that's losing a certain amount of kg on the scales. If you set a goal that's a bit too hard for you, you will push your boundaries. And I think as a human, it's important that we continue to challenge ourselves or we stay the same. I'm not a big fan of, oh, you, you know, you can just cruise through life. I think you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And if you're not challenging that limit to your potential, then you're getting worse. It sounds harsh, but it's the truth. And if you're not pushing yourself with goals that really challenge you, then you'll never get to a place where you're changing and where you're continually making progress. So A, the first A stands for attainable. Like I'm a big fan of setting goals that are much harder than you kind of think you can achieve, then setting, then setting them too low. Like um, I wrote this quote down while I was thinking about this podcast, um, like setting goals are like a dartboard. You aim for the bullseye, but you take what you get. And it's just a, a picture so you can see, yes, you always aim. You, you're aiming for the bullseye. So you're aiming for the best possible result. Even though if you're a really big fan of darts, you know that it's the, it's the triple 20, so you get 60. But anyway, you aim for the bullseye. But as long as you throw the dart, as long as you're pursuing your goal and giving it your best, you will still get something. So if you don't get the 10 kg, at least you get eight or at least you get five. But it's about the process of applying yourself to that goal. The journey, not the outcome. 
the process, not the outcome, that type of thing. So an attainable goal, but really a challenging goal. That's the one that's going to help you to become better. The second A, so we've done S, we've done M, we've done A. The second A stands for anchor. And I've replaced this with the R for setting smart goals. Uh, and R was um, realistic or something like that. But I wanted to take that out. Sorry, relevant, relevant. The R stands for relevant. But I think if you set a relevant goal, any goal that you think of is going to be relevant to you because that's what matters to you at the time. So I, I kind of assume that you're going to set a relevant goal for your life because you're thinking of it. If someone gives you a goal, it's probably not relevant because they thought about it and gave it to you. But if you're setting a goal, of course it's going to be relevant to you. So I've replaced that, assumed that, and the A that I want to put there instead stands for anchor. And I think this is one of the most crucial points of setting a goal. You need to tie your goal to an anchor that's going to make it stay that's going to make it stick around in your life and want you to actually achieve it. And what I mean by an anchor is just having something that actually commits you to the goal and it dives deep into your motivational driver, but also why you want to achieve the goal. If you kind of don't really want to achieve the goal, you won't do it. You've set a million goals in your life and there's a ton that you haven't achieved. And you know why? Because you didn't care about it enough. But the goals that you really cared about, you achieved because the anchor was heavy and it kept you in the game. Like the biggest anchor that I've seen in people's lives as their personal trainer is when they get a health scare because the anchor that's keeping them in the gym, in sticking to their diet and them actually sticking to this healthy way of living is because they've been told by their doctor, if you keep doing this, you're going to die. If you don't lose weight, you're going to die. If you continue eating, if you continue drinking like this, continue smoking like this or taking drugs like this, you are going to die in less than a year, right? If someone gets that goal, that anchor is heavy because they're like, man, I have to achieve this goal. I have to lose 10 kg because if I don't, I'm literally going to die. Now, this is an extreme example, but this is a strong anchor and that's going to drive you to achieve this goal because it's going to keep you in it. Now, I don't want you to get to the point where you get so overweight that you're about to die and then you have to lose weight that way. But think of something that really impacts you, that has a hold on you, that's going to keep you in the game and commit yourself to that goal. Tie that to the goal. If you love your kids and you want to be around for your kids, set an anchor. I want to lose 10 kg because I want to show my kids what it's like to live a healthy life. Really simple one. Okay. Or if you're want to, if you're wanting to improve for sport, let's say you're a rugby player. I want to improve my bench press so that I can be stronger on the paddock and have stronger fins when I'm running with the ball. Like that's very specific. That's measurable. And that's an anchor because if you really care about your sport and care about progressing into better teams and becoming a better player, then that's going to keep you in the game, right? When I was younger and I lost my mom at a young age, she was my anchor. I wanted to achieve things to make her proud. I wanted to do things to, in her name, in her remembrance. So for me, 
I was driven like crazy. That was like the biggest anchor I could ever have. Um, and you don't have to lose someone to have that anchor. Everyone cares about something. Maybe it's your wife, maybe it's your fiance, it's your kids, it's your nephew, it's your niece. Maybe, I don't know, it's your job. Like you, you know, you're like, I want to um, progress to this next job. So get a pay rise or get a promotion so that, you know, I can buy a house um, for my family and provide for them. I don't know. You know, maybe that's your anchor. You want to be a real provider for your family. I'm just throwing things out here, but it's going to help you think laterally because if you just set a goal, but you don't really care about it, like, you know, you should achieve it, but you don't really care. Then you're not going to stay in the game and be driven to achieve it. The last one is T for time specific. And that kind of comes down to being specific, but having a time on the back end of a goal is very important. So I want to lose 10 kg in 2022. There we go. It's time specific. I want to have a stronger bench press in three months. Um, you know, a certain time specific thing is it's just mainly putting a date on the end of a goal so that there's a timeline. And once again, just like the golf hole at the end of the course, you can work back from it. And one of the time specific, I guess, foundations that I use is with my built by Brock eight week challenges. I could have just kept in a membership and just said, guys, join Built by Brock. You get new monthly, uh, new monthly workouts. You get customized um, nutrition guidance. You get educational videos. You get a Facebook support group. You get live coaching calls. You get all the stuff. But instead of just sticking to that, I thought to myself, I know that when people have a timeline, a deadline, they really go for it. So I was like, well, if we do challenges, all the time, then we have these eight week blocks where we can really apply ourselves in these eight week challenges. So we can say to ourselves, Hey, I want to lose three kgs in this eight weeks. Bang. Hey, I want to build, you know, a kilo of muscle and take my deadlift from 200 pounds to 250 pounds in this eight week block. Maybe that's your goal. But if there's no time specific ending, then it could just go on forever. Oh, I want to lose weight. You know, I want to have a stronger bench press and that's it. Oh yeah, I want to be healthy. Well, when do you want to be healthy by, you know, um, I want to stop relying on my uh, medication that I take for my cholesterol by the end of this year. With that time specific goal, you have a timeline that you can work backwards from. And that's super important when you're setting goals or else you can just glide through life. And I was on a podcast just before this with my friend and Julie from New Zealand. And this quote came to my mind. Um, if you don't take control of life, life will take control of you. And that's the same with goal settings, with goal setting. Sorry. If you don't set goals, people will set goals for you or life will just go by you. So you have to be intentional with how you spend your time, how you spend your days, what you're working towards or else people will just put things in front of you or life will just throw itself at you. And then you'll look back five years have gone and you haven't done anything that you want to do, which to me is just a waste of five years. Not that it's about achieving things and being Mr. Productive or Mrs. Productive and, and changing the world. Not everyone wants to have, you know, this, this huge ambitious drive or this big change in the world. You know, some people just want to enjoy life enjoy their family, you know, do this, do that. And that's awesome. But 
um, you know, coming back to what was my big anchor was losing my mum. Once I kind of saw that, um, you know, not everything's guaranteed and you don't have every day promised to you. I was like, well, I'm going to live every day um, as if it were my last. Very cheesy, but very true. And from that, I've achieved things that I've wanted to do as opposed to just letting life happen. Life will always happen, regardless if you're chasing a goal or not. Life is going to happen. Things will come. Curveballs will be thrown your way. Hardships are going to come your way. Struggles, but also successes and celebrations. All these things will come your way regardless if you do anything or not. So you may as well be striving for something in the meantime to really keep you locked in and purpose-driven. There's a great quote by James Clear. Uh, I read his book, Atomic Habits, last year. Um, and it says, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And that's one of the biggest faults when people are goal-setting. They set these goals, these crazy ambitious goals, these awesome goals, you know, specific goals, measurable goals, attainable goals, goals that have an anchor that keeps their skin in the game and time-specific goals, but they don't set anything in place to actually achieve them. You know, and that brings me to another quote, a goal without a plan is only a dream. All right. So a lot of people set these new year resolutions or these goals and they're just dreams because there's actually no strategy to get there. Um, I, I also re uh, read this quote, hope is not a strategy, uh, which is a, a great one just to kind of keep in the back of your mind that if you're just like, oh, you know, I hope for the best, that's not a strategy. That's not how, you know, people achieve things. That's not how um, people win Super Bowls or how people build, you know, big businesses. They don't just go, oh, I hope it works out. You know, there's some people out there that are lucky and, and talented, but it wasn't, it wasn't hope. There was a strategy behind it. But if you set a goal, let's come back to the original goal that we talked about. If you set a goal of losing 10 kg and you just go, oh, I hope it works, but you have no idea what a calorie deficit is. You have no idea how many calories you burn or how many you need to consume or you don't have a resistance training program in place um, or any people to keep you accountable to that goal and you have no anchor, then it's most likely that you're not going to achieve that goal because you don't once again, to come back to the quote, you don't rise to the level of your goal. Just because you set a big goal does not mean it's guaranteed, but you fall to the level of your system. So if you have those systems in place, yes, you can probably achieve that goal, but you have to have them first. You know, and that's why you know, what I do as an online personal trainer, I create those systems for people. How many calories they consume, what sort of workouts they're doing. And then there's edu educational content about how much sleep you should be getting, how much water you should be drinking, what supplements you should be taking or could be taking, you know, what amount of steps you should be having for your goal and what's the importance of steps. You know, there's a ton of educational videos I have out there for them, but it's so that they can have these systems in place as opposed to just setting random goals and just doing another workout challenge and, oh, you know, I, I did well in the first four weeks and then it just, it just, failed away and i just kind of forgot about it that's what we don't want with new year resolutions we don't just want to set a new year resolution or a goal that just kind of fades and goes by i would rather you set more goals than just one like i like that idea as i was saying before setting goals that are just a bit too hard like if you set 10 goals for this new year resolution all right this year i want to do this and you only achieve eight that's eight more than zero. 
And if you only achieve five, that's five more than zero. At least you've set them. At least you've had that intention to achieve something and to do something and, and, and take control of your life as opposed to life take control of you. I've been reading this book called Think Fast, uh, Think Fast and Slow or Think Fast, Think Slow. Um, and oh, I forgot who the author was. I'll just quickly find out. I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, it's quite a long book, uh, but it's, it's, it's very good. Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. And he talked about this idea of studies that they did with priming. Okay. With priming. So what that kind of meant was uh, when they did, so they had these people doing a study and they were in a room and they answered certain questions and they had to do with elderly people. They had words like age and elderly um, and, and the topic was of elderly people. And they showed that when these people did this test where old age and elderly was primed in their conscious and subconscious mind, they walked slower when they came out of the room. Um, and then they did this other one where, you know, I'm not sure if it was, I'm probably butching this, but like if they did it, you know, a normal test and then an old test and then on the old test, you know, they walked slower or they had two different people, uh, two different rooms where one was a room of people doing old things and one was people just doing normal things. And the people that did the old things walked slower out, you know, like they acted more elderly. Um, but, but you kind of get the point of, of what I'm shooting at here. And they did another one with money. So they primed the room with like money, um, you know, images of money, questions of money, um, and, you know, putting random pieces of money in the room, stuff like that. And they showed that the people were, uh, shown to be more selfish. They were less likely to help other people when they needed help. Um, when they dropped pencils on the floor, uh, the people were less likely to help them. Um, and they were more independent. So more to themselves, a bit more selfish. And that's not saying that all oh, rich people or people that are associated with money are selfish and don't help people, but it showed that they were kind of out there for themselves to kind of get money. And that kind of primed their mind without them being aware of it. And this ties back into having goals and setting them and being aware of them. Because when you set these goals, and I like to read my goals every morning. I've said on a podcast before, I, I, I do this thing called a thank bank, where I talk about the things I'm grateful for. I declare things or attributes that I want to be or that I want to have. And then I read all my goals out, my long-term goals, my short-term goals, what I want to achieve, etc. And then I read some quotes at the end. But those daily reading of goals prime me to be out to achieve them. They're in my subconscious. They're even in my conscious mind. I'm thinking about them. And it's important that you read them out as well, I think, when you're setting these goals. Because if you read them, you're priming yourself to achieve them. You're kind of putting them in the back of your mind, whether you're aware of it or not. You're going to gravitate towards the idea of these goals and what you need to achieve them, right? It's kind of like uh, the secret, the, the law of attraction, you know, and I don't believe in just sitting in your room and just dreaming your, you know, or manifesting your dreams into reality. But I do think that when, when thoughts or goals or ideas are at the forefront of your mind, 
you take action towards them whether you know it or not. So that's really all I wanted to cover in this podcast was just goal setting, right? I was meant to do this in the first week of, of January, uh, but I ended up having to self-isolate for 10 days or a week at home because I ended up catching uh, COVID and I was, um, I was at home. I wasn't feeling the best. So I, I kind of had to wait for a time to do this. And I know that this is coming out in February, but I know that there's a lot of people still hanging on to their new year resolution. So hopefully this can be a gust of wind in your sails to keep pushing. Or if you didn't set goals at the start of the year, because I don't know, maybe some fitness guy said that they're stupid and you're like, Oh yeah, they're stupid. Um, or you wanted to set them, but you just haven't had the time yet. I encourage you to set goals. All right. It doesn't have to be a new year resolution. It can be anything, but make them smart goals. S M A A T smart, specific, measurable, attainable, anchored, and time specific. These goals will help you achieve, achieve goals instead of just saying, Oh yeah, you know, that's what I want to do. But then you have no plan. Number one, set your goals. Number two, make sure you have a plan to achieve those goals, right? And if you have fitness goals, obviously I would welcome you and Team Brock Ashby. You can jump on teambrockashby.com, check out my plans. You can jump on my Instagram, link in bio, all that stuff is there. I can help you in Built by Brock or the 16-week mail guide. Actually, this week, I just released a 12-week training program for beginners only. So if you are a beginner, when you get that program, you get the gym access program and the home training program as well. So if you go into lockdown, I got you covered. If gyms open up after lockdown, I got you covered with that as well. And it's men and women, but just wanted to let you know that that is available for you. If you did, if you are a beginner and you, you know, let's say you have a new year resolution of building some muscle, dropping some body fat, going to the gym or working out at home or just being healthy and improving your life then that can be a great way to start. But I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I hope it helps. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can DM me. You can send them through an email, team at teambrockashby.com. Let me know if you have any questions you want me to cover on the podcast or any guests that you want me to have on and have a chat. Um, after this episode, I, do, I did have an awesome chat this week with Gus Walland, the, the founder of the Gotcha for Life foundation and his goal and his mission is improving people's mental fitness and um, getting suicide down to zero here in Australia. So that was an awesome chat that will be up after this episode. Much love guys. Stay safe. Hope this helps you set some awesome goals and actually achieve some stuff. You know, I really am serious about that quote, like take control of your life. Don't let life control you because life will happen anyway. Right. It's like when people are like, Oh, should I study for three years? Nah, three years is a long time. I'm like, mate, just study because three years will go anyway. Whether you study or not, you're going to get three years older. So just do it. All right. I'm a big fan of that. All right, guys. Much love. I'll talk to you soon. See ya.